Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hardworking Happy Hour. I'm Sean. And I'm Catherine. And as always, we'll be breaking down all things trades, entrepreneurship, and turning your creativity into a passion career. Yep, and this week we're we're we we got so much exciting stuff going on. We we just have so much exciting stuff that I'm just <laughs> bubbling over with excitement because you know what's right around the corner? What? Design season. Ooh. Design Yay. season right around the corner. We have a lot of cool interesting things to share about our process that we are incorporating this year. Yeah. At least I think it's pretty interesting and exciting. Yeah. It's definitely exciting. It's definitely exciting. Maybe not interesting, definitely exciting. <laughs> no, I think it's I think it's a little bit of both. And I'm going to be doing a ton of design calls next week. Yeah. Uh, I haven't done a design from scratch since I don't know, when when was that? Was that that was probably before New Year's. It was like last yeah, fall. Yeah, it was like almost a year ago. Yeah. I cannot wait to get the creative juices flowing and express myself through uh backyard design. I think it's going to be, it's going to be good. It's going to be great. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be more than good, more than great. It's going to be excellent. And I cannot wait. All right. Well, before we get too far into it. Okay. Let's crack some beverages. I'm thirsty. You're thirsty. I'm also thirsty. Uh, We got two choices here, both tequila based. We've got a grapefruit cocktail and we've got a lemon and lime cocktail. Do you think that eight drinks is going to be enough for this (laughs) one hour for both of us? I hope so. I hope so too. That would... It would definitely go off the rails if we were to drink all eight of these. That would be crazy. What would you like to start with? Uh, I'm going to go Paloma. That's grapefruit? It says sparkling Paloma. Oh, okay. Yep. I didn't read that part. <laughs> uh, I guess I will... I'll also... I think we had this one before. We have, yeah. And this one's really good. These are the ones... This This is my home drink. This is what I get for my house. Oh, you do? I love these, yeah. Yeah, these are good. These are very good. Cheers! Happy Friday! Cheers, happy Friday. Oh, oh, God, that's good. Perfection. Oh, that's delicious. Perfection as always. Yeah, after just, last week, the pumpkin one? Yeah, that was no good. I didn't like it. I tried to be festive with it, but it just yeah. it fell short. The pumpkin thing, I don't know. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Take it away from it. You can't. But Flip side of that. Pumpkin flavored munchkins. They're awesome. Did you have those today? Yeah, probably when you got to the job site. Um, they were all gone. They were probably already <laughs> gone. Yeah. Yep. Oh my God. They're so good. Huh. They're so delicious. Didn't even know those existed. Yep. Well, be on time next time and uh, you'll get to try them out. I'm on my time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's start talking about okay. design, design season. season. Let's start off by just explaining our our idea this year about how we're approaching it because obviously we haven't done any design consultations in almost a year because yeah. we booked out the entire year very quickly last year. Well, maybe start start by saying how you used to do it and, and that'll oh. kind of show how we're changing it for this year. Yeah. Okay, so previously, I mean, when I first started, it was design season was all year. It was try to was sell jobs. Season. It yeah. was every season was design season. <laughs> We'd try to sell as many jobs as we could. We would get, I mean, the jobs were smaller back then. Um, You know, we weren't booked out as far. So I was constantly doing sales calls, designs, all that kind of stuff all throughout the year. And it was insanely chaotic. It was just like so hard to, especially at that point, be the like 
hands-on all day, do design appointments at night, yeah. then work on designs at some point on the weekends or at night or in the morning. It was just completely chaotic. So Yeah. Wait, I have a question. Yeah. So I know that you, like, once you get to the point where you're actually, like, on the computer doing the design, you love that part. But would you say that, like, the actual phone consultation and, like, taking sales calls is, like, your least favorite part of the doing business? Um, no, not necessarily. No? Uh, I would say, I don't know. There's a lot of parts that I don't like that I'm not that good at. Like, just anything that's, like, super nitty-gritty, nitty-gritty. Nitty-gritty. (laughs) Nitty-gritty. Anything that's, like, nitty-gritty like the bones of the business, like clerical stuff. I just hate like processing permits and like filling out paperwork. I hate that stuff. Um, So sometimes the design calls can be super exciting because it's like, we're coming up with really cool ideas over the phone and, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm looking at the pictures, imagining what could be. That part can be very exciting, but also sometimes like, you know, right away, this this isn't going to be the job for us. Yeah. And then you need to like politely keep listening and then like kind of position yourself in a way to talk yourself out of bidding this job or yeah. doing a design. You have to like in a nice way be like, well, you know, uh, yeah, that sounds that sounds really good. That's a great option for you. But we're not really set up to do that thing. I think you'd be better off going with this option. So that can be like a little bit weird. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, but then once it gets into the design process, start actually putting pen to paper, well, it starts pencil to paper, Mm -hmm. then goes to the computer, start, you know, imagining that 3D design. It's, it's just exciting. Yeah. So exciting. So I guess a little bit more background, I'd say the first step that got us to where we're at now was when I decided to stop going two people's homes for sales appointments. Yeah. So I used to do that all the time. You have to do that in the beginning before you have a reputation or a, uh, a demand for your services. Like you have to be out there. So once I got to a point that I was able to stop doing that and do everything over the phone, which really was spurred by COVID and that like gave me the excuse to start doing that and seeing how well it worked, how much time it saved it is just something that we've stuck with. And yeah, I'd say most people are fine with it. Like they have yeah, no reservations about it. Yeah. It might turn some people off, but that's, you know, the cost of doing biz. Yeah. I, I would say not one person has complained to me about it since I've been handling the inquiry. So they know they, they need to, you know, they need to be polite and courteous or else what happens? You get, you get out. <laughs> You're out. <laughs> yep. We got too many options. The power is going to our head. Uh, Yeah. So this year, very, very exciting stuff. We pretty much, we set the timeline September 20th. We set the deadline of when we were going to start doing these consultations. And we did, we decided that what, probably a month ago. Yeah. We kept just saying, we're going to open the books sometime I think we started saying late summer and then it got pushed to the fall. So then we were like, okay, we need to set a date. And I I think it was like roughly a month out when we set that date that we were going to start doing it. And it was literally the last day of summer. September 20th, last day of summer. So I didn't do that intentionally. I just chose a date, but. (laughs) 
Nice. We were telling the truth when we, we were telling the <laughs> ultimate truth when we said late fall. Yeah. The, late or summer. late summer. Yeah. The latest summer could possibly yeah. be the last day. And for the people that we said fall to, we delivered early. So yeah. Hadn't thought of that. Okay. Love Exciting that. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so we reached back out to our wait list, which at that point was what? Maybe 40 people, 45, 50. I yeah. Don't know. I think it was like somewhere between 45 and 50. And those were accumulated over probably the course of the last year or more. Yeah. And we went back to that list. We sent out a follow-up, which we talked about a couple episodes ago. It outlined the process. It said, if you're still interested and you haven't gone another direction, reach back out. Mm -hmm. We'll put you on this updated list for scheduling. And we got, what, 22 people so far responded to that. Mm -hmm. So we sent out another email. Yeah. Opening the books and we did a Google Google calendar appointment kind of situation. Yep. Explain that because okay. I was very, very um, shocked and inspired by how quickly you said we should do something like that. And then like five minutes later, you're like, yeah, it's all set up. And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> so explain it's it. It's pretty easy. So I had heard of... I. I've known of other services that you can like put through like a scheduling app and then you people would book appointments with you through your open schedule. Um, so like you can, you you know, you block it off. It's not like they just have free reign of your schedule. But yeah. um, I didn't know that Google had that for Google Calendar, which is amazing because we already use Google Calendar for some things. So it was like a no brainer. So basically you just set it up. You, you say what the scheduling is for. So I put design consultations um, you block off an hour, you choose if you want a buffer time between appointments, there's all sorts of options that you can choose from. And then, so I sent out the link to the clients and said, okay, book your own appointments. Um, and we'll need pictures of the space. Send us those. And so far it's gone off with a hitch. It's been perfect. It's with a hitch or without a hitch? Without a hitch. Isn't that the saying without a hitch? Yeah, I think it is. But now that like I'm saying it, it should... Like, you want a hitch. Like, if you're towing a trailer, you need a hitch. You need a hitch. That's true. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. We'll have to Google that, because I'm pretty sure it's without a hitch. Yeah, I think so. Maybe. Hmm. Okay. Right. We'll get back to that. Uh, it went perfectly, and... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and it's just one of those things. No one's no one said that they had any problems with it, so... Yeah. It worked out perfectly, and, and our whole next week is... It's super easy to look at, too. So next week when you'll go to make these calls, all the information will be right there. You'll be ready to go. Yeah. You're booked solid, so sorry about that. But uh. it's it's kind of crazy. <laughs> it's a crazy approach. And I think it's we've done a lot of things like this that are just a little bit unorthodox. It's not the way yeah. people typically do it, but we have a very, you know, specialized business. Like we, yeah. we've built the business in a, in a little bit of a different, unique way. And we decided we could do it a bunch of different ways. We could like drag these appointments out, do two calls a week. Yeah, we talked about that yeah. at first. And then it was like, I don't know how we kind of decided on it, but we're like, all right, we got 22 people. We're going to open up only one week. We're going to do yeah. all the calls in one week, filter through them. You know, we'll go through the whole phone consultation pro uh, process and then we'll figure out how many designs we have to do. We're going to set a deadline of one month for all of those designs. So yeah. the next five weeks are going to be complete insanity. Yeah. It's going to be completely insane. 
It definitely is. But exciting at the same time. But very exciting. Very and I think exciting. and it's perfect because this kind of stuff is it's the meat and potatoes of your business because you like have to do it in order to get the jobs. So it's like Yeah. It's so important, but it's also kind of like a when you're on the job and you're actually building, it's one of those things that just kind of seems like a time suck where you're like, oh, it's like taking you away from the job. So if you just spread it out over all of this time and, you know, we're not set up to do that. We, you know, we like to kind of compartmentalize. So mm-hmm. we'll just have, we'll take this month. It'll be crazy. Uh, we're going to be traveling during some of it. So yep. you'll be trapped on a plane. Maybe that'll be some good time to to kind of get these designs done. Probably. Um, But I think it's going to be great. And then. Then we won't have to go. We won't have to do anything else for a year. Yeah, Just get it done, out of the way. It'll be exciting. It'll be fun. It'll be. It's perfect. And you brought up a excellent point, which is no matter how long I set the time frame for, yeah, I'm I'm doing the designs right up at the deadline of whatever <laughs> exactly. I set. So yeah. it really doesn't matter too much. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's going to help to just block out my time for that, yeah. and I won't have to be switching from one thing to the other. Because that takes time to like get into that mode, like prepare yeah. for a call. You know, after the call, you, you kind of like go into like just running through ideas in your mind about it. And it mm-hmm. like a one hour call can take up really like three hours of your productivity because you're gearing up for it. But this way, a 15 minute break in between each call and I'm just going to knock them out. Yeah. I'm going to be right in the zone. I'm going to have all my notes there. I'm going to just be, you know, I'm going to have to get like a nice chair. Okay. A phone call chair. (laughs) And I'll need somebody serving me up like some DCs or some Red Bulls. That's Jerry's job. Yeah, we need to get a Jerry. I need to get a Jerry before next week. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but I think you're going to have to, I think it's going to kind of force you to have to take really good notes too because with like five calls in one day, they're all going to run together. So you're going to have to get really good at taking notes and keeping them organized. And Yeah. So let's talk about that. Okay. Because we got... I got a new, uh, a sort of new, sort of something I've used before. But one of the biggest problems I'd say that I've had in the past is during the course of this conversation, I take pretty good notes about yeah. what they want, you know, things that we talked about, an idea that I threw out that they say, yeah, that sounds cool. Let's, you know, incorporate that. I'll write all these things down. So I have a really good idea when I go to sit down and do the design, like what my parameters are. The biggest problem with that, it's just on a piece of paper. Sometimes it gets lost. Uh, most of the time I can end up finding it. It might yeah. be under the back seat of my truck or something. I'm like, I know I didn't throw it out. No clue where it is right now. So we're gonna I'm gonna be going back to the rocket book. Yeah. You know about the rocket book? No, I've heard you mention it, but I don't I've never seen one. I don't know that much about them. So it is a uh, it's a smart notebook. I guess. <laughs> just a, it's kind of like a regular notebook, but it's erasable. Uh, you use a certain type of pen on it, and then you wipe it off with like a damp cloth. Otherwise, like it, it stays really good. It's not like a dry erase board where like you smudge it and it you know goes away. You huh. have to wipe it with a damp cloth, and then at the bottom they have the like five different icons, and you can set those up to go to different locations, like on your Google Drive or on. Uh, Dropbox or email, like whatever you want, you can set them up to go to different locations and then it comes with an app. So you can take notes on, you know, for, for me, it's been on the design consultations. I'll take all the notes. I'll put 
the heading, whatever you put in the heading ends up being that document's name. So I'll put the client's name and put, you know, design consultation. Then once I'm done, I just pull out the Rockabook app. I can take a scan of that page and you put an X over the icon on the bottom of where you want it to go, like where you set it up within the app. So I store all that stuff on Google Drive. So I'll take a scan and then it sends it directly to a Google Drive folder that is design notes. So I can take the call, write down all my notes, immediately take a picture of it, and then it's saved. I have it on Google Drive. If I lose the notebook, if which that's what happened to the last one I had. <laughs> I lost it. I don't know <laughs> where it went. Yeah, yeah. So, but as long as you take that scan immediately after you're done, it's there forever. You have it. You're not going to lose it. And it's in a place that's super accessible. It's not like mm-hmm. in a notebook that you can forget at home and not have it when, you know, you go to do the design. So... Does the app have like a like a tracker of the things that you've done? Like what if you like scan it and you're like, oh man, I can't find it. I don't know where I put that. Mm. Is there a tracker on the app to be like, oh, I put that in design notes? Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. I forget. But I only did it for like design notes. That was it. It like always went to the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't find okay. a need to like send it other places. So yeah. uh, didn't have that problem, but I will check that out and get back to you. And the listeners, but uh, it's like 20 bucks or something. Oh. Got it on Amazon, ordered another one last night, so it should be at my house when I get home. And uh, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a good move for, for this coming week. Perfect. I think that's perfect because we, we discussed at length about how we were going to do this and how we were going to keep everything organized since it's all going to be, it's going to be jammed together, jam-packed yeah. packed into that week. Um, so I think that that's perfect. Because yeah. you like to handwrite things. You, wa- you didn't want to be typing no. while on the phone, which I it, that's very distracting, and I, I agree with you. Yeah. They're like still talking, and you're like, hang on. Yeah. Type, 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 type. Yep, so yep. I get it. I also like to kind of doodle while I am mm. on the phone. Do you do that? Do you doodle? I definitely do doodle. You but do not doodle? Like, well, you mean like about what they're talking about, or you're like mindlessly doodling like shark shark doodles? While they're talking about what they uh, the No, it's more like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like, you know, I'm writing something down and then like, I'll just kind of like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's not like pictures. I'm not like, oh, they said they have a dog. So I draw a picture <laughs> of a dog. Like, I'm not three, but it's just, I just like to like doodle, draw lines and I don't know, just whatever. Like that pertain to the job? Like, are you doodling mm, the backyard? No, no, no. They're talking no, about? No, no, no. It's just, it's just, just doodling lines. Yeah. You'll see okay. soon. You'll okay. see what it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm really excited for that organization. Would you say it's one of my strong suits? (laughs) Uh, progress. It will be. It's going to, it will be, it will be. We're making progress. I will say, I I feel like we've made a lot of progress on the organization front. That's true. And you know what? I was actually thinking about this yesterday and we might as well bring it up now. I think that we need to, uh, appreciate the progress that we've made on a lot of our goals. Yeah. You know, I was getting a little bit down on myself because I've been falling off in the meditation. Mm -hmm. I missed like almost a week straight. Yeah. Last two days, I'm back on it. Yep. But overall, been doing, I'd say, probably 80% of the days since we started, we've done like everything. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. So. I think... When we, I, I can't remember if it was the New Year's episode or if it was just a 
which also that's pretty crazy. We've been doing this since at least New Year's and it's already September. That's like this podcast specifically, but this podcast. Um, yes. But anyway, so my New Year's resolution was to become a 5 a.m. person. And at that time, it kind of seemed like this crazy thing. Like, I'm very confident in saying that I am a 445 person who wakes up every single day at 445, mm-hmm. does a couple squats to wake up from that app, mm-hmm. and then I do yoga. Like, I'm a 445 yeah. yoga person. I do that every day. That's amazing. But that's, and that's crazy. I never, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that we should. We should stop and take a little pat on the back on those pat goals. On the back. Yeah, yeah, I think we're doing a great job. Um, I'm also waking up at 445. Um I feel like the one thing, it's kind of thrown me off a little bit, especially because we're a little bit closer with this job that we're on. It's yeah. like 20 minutes closer. So I don't really have to leave till like 7, 10. So it just gives me so much time that there's no urgency. Yeah. When we're on the last job, it was only like 20 minutes further away. I would try to leave at like 6.45 or 6.50. And I would like just get up, go work out like right away. Yeah. But now I'll just like, play on my phone for like an hour it's i gotta i gotta wrangle that in a little bit yeah a little more urgency are you the kind of person that like you have something to do let's say you have a party to go to you have to be there at 7 p.m it is 5 30 p.m and you know it's going to take you 20 minutes to get ready yeah. do you do that right away and then just hang out or do you do that in the 20 minutes right before you leave <laughs> I make sure I extensively plan beforehand so I am ready to go, be there super on time. <laughs> and you can ask Sarah and she will definitely agree with what I just said. Uh, no. So if I know it's going to take me 20 minutes, the party starts at 7 and it's 20 minutes away, uh-huh. I'll start getting ready at like 7. <laughs> I'm, I'm so bad with that. I'm so bad yeah. with that. It, I was thinking about that today because I, I do the same thing. If I know I ha- like if it takes me an hour and a half to get ready... Or it takes me an hour to get ready, and I, I have an hour and a half. Is that how long it takes to get ready? It takes, like, an hour. What? Well, in the summer, I don't have to dry my hair, so that, like, shaves off a whole lot of time. But now I'm going to okay. have to start drying my hair as it gets. So now it takes a full hour. But if I have an hour and a half. What? And I take an hour to get ready. Like, I'm always going to do something in that half hour and then start getting ready. Not not get ready and then be like, okay, now I have a half an hour to relax. Like, yeah. I never do that. I think That's that might be my next goal. Like, Figure out how to shift that yeah. mindset. So you're talking about like on the like are you talking about before a party or you're talking about like work day? Every day. Every day? Yeah. What? I know, it's different when you're a girl. And that's why I say, like, you guys are always, you know, when we go to shows and stuff, you're always like, oh, talk to song. Well, I have to get ready. That it takes is insane. a minute. It takes a That minute. is really insane. Uh it takes me f- four minutes, uh, ten minutes if I have to take a shower. That must be so nice. That it must is. be so freeing in life to yeah. just be able to get. I also I so wear the quickly. same exact thing like every single day. Like there's no thinking. My it's just like I wear a premier I mean, outdoor living shirt too. and jeans and you know shoes, then roll out the door. Hmm. Sounds All right. really nice. Um, I must <laughs> say that uh, I think we're getting a little sidetracked. That was a tangent. Yeah, that was a tangent, but an important one, mm-hmm. a very important one. What I want to talk about is. We're going to be jumping in to the most exciting time of the year, the design season. Yes. All there is in front of us is possibilities. Yeah. That's all there is in front of us is possibilities. What are we going to do with it? What type of jobs are we going to do? What is like a cool design element that we're going to do? Yeah. Ooh. You know, I'm, I'm, 
I'm really, I'm really, really, really excited. That is excited. Do you have like a 2023 theme in mind that you were thinking of? Now that you said it like that, I feel like we should come up with something. Yeah, like maybe uh, Year of the Dragon and there's like a dragon face on everything. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, but that is interesting that you said like a yearly theme because if you look at all of our years of projects, like you'll see similarities. Like I get kind of like fixated on one type of detail and mm-hmm. I'll do it a lot and there will be different iterations of it. And I really just, I love doing that because it's like taking one idea and it usually just comes to me naturally. Like the first couple designs I do, there will be like just something kind of like floating around in my brain that's telling me like, okay, do this in the design. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of times that kind of like snowballs and all the designs are very different, but there's some sort of iteration that like ties them all together. And it'll be interesting to see what that is this coming year. I can't wait to find out. I'm excited. I can't <laughs> wait to find out either, but. I want to do a, a, like a water feature. Do you have any interest in doing water features or is that not? Not really. Not on your radar? Um, well, I won't say that. Uh, so I'm not super. I won't say I'm not into like natural waterfalls. I think they're really cool, but I don't think like they're totally our style. Yeah. And some people really do it really well, but I think we could incorporate some sort of like really cool super modern yeah that's just more like what I'm something thinking. i do have some ideas like on a that. water wall or something yeah yeah, yeah. that's <gasps> that's kind of something i was thinking That'd be cool. um you know i'll show you i'll show you a picture later uh last year when i went to grand rapids mm-hmm. uh, i stayed in a embassy suites maybe i forget what it was yeah took a picture of this installation they had in the lobby and it was like all of these really thin uh, clear plastic lines and it had water like that basically like clung to the you know basically yeah. trickled down the thing and then it was all lit up so like it created this crazy cool effect and since I saw that I always wanted to do some sort of iteration of that on one of our designs I think that'd be awesome that would be awesome wouldn't it yeah I also took a picture of that remember that bridge we saw in Dallas yeah on the way to the show yep that was super cool. So, so maybe something with cables. Maybe. Love that. Something to think about. It really is just so exciting for the possibilities to be endless. Yeah. Do you, Does it make you feel trapped a little, though, to like make all those decisions in one week? Like a demonized rat? Like a demonized rat. Uh, yeah. yeah, a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I think there's always some portion of me that feels trapped like a demonized rat in any scenario. <laughs> is that, that just I'm part in. of being a business owner? Just a little bit of trappedness? Uh, no, I think that's more of like a personality trait. Oh, self-inflicted. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it, uh, I think that probably contributes to it, but, uh, I always, I always did have like a, I don't know if you'd call it a fear of commitment, but like, uh, yeah, I guess you would call it that. Like something that like, even the designs, like doing that and selling out an entire year, it's like, mm-hmm. you're kind of like, you're obligated to do that. I always like to have these like options open to me, like build my life in a way that if I wanted to, I could just be like, I don't feel like doing this anymore. I can stop, you know, like not getting into huge amounts of debt and like just building my life in a very sustainable way that I always have that possibility in the back of my mind. Like I don't feel like I have to do something. Huh. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Was that like a little too, that was a little too deep. (laughs) No, just a little like terrifying (laughs) to be like, 
I might just think one day, I'm not going to do this anymore. No, 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 no. I'm going to continue to do this. <laughs> I'm going to continue to do this till the day I die, but <laughs> I will continue to do it because I feel like I don't have to. Oh, uh, okay. You know? Yeah. It gives, it gives me that freedom <laughs> within my soul to say, I'm doing this because I like to do it. Yeah. Okay. And uh, you're still going to have a job. Don't worry. Thanks. Don't worry. <laughs> if you shift in some sort of way, can you make sure to take me with you? Yeah. Okay, um, cool. Okay. Would you, ra- okay. If I shift into a new business, do you want to come to that new business or do you want to just be left this business? Hmm. Well, I guess it would depend on what the new business is. Like, is it more exciting? I'm not going to tell you. Oh, I have to, I, you have to decide. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To, oh God, that's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Well, start thinking about Ooh, it. Okay. No, you don't have to, but, uh, <laughs> what, what were we talking about exactly? That was a that was quite a tangent. Uh, uh, I don't even know. Design season. Yeah. It went into like a weird therapy session and then like some sort of existential uh conversation on right, life. Right. Uh back to design season. Uh a couple things that I want to talk about. Okay. Form versus function. Mm, okay. Sounds so deep. Elaborate. Yeah. I look at form as being, you know, what are the the design elements to it, like the eye-catching stuff, the Mm -hmm. features of the inlay and the, you know, the shape of something versus function where it's really just about the utility of the space. Yeah. And how do you tread that balance between Mm. form and function? What are your thoughts on it? I actually have a lot of thoughts on this. Oh, really? Yeah, recently... You were kind of asked in, a, you're going to do a panel soon and you were asked, they asked what your opinion was of like trends and all that kind of stuff in the outdoor living space. And I was thinking a lot about this because it really seems like the trend is to make outdoor spaces just more functional. Like I feel like in the past it used to be, you would make these outdoor spaces as um, like over the top and lavish and, oh, you don't like your new drink? I'm not sure. It's just very, di- it's, it's a lot different. Oh, Sorry. I okay. didn't mean to distract you with making <laughs> you a face after drinking it. Go ahead. Um, but the goal was to make your outdoor space. Like if you had the money to make your ideal space, it would be as lavish and like you'd make these huge brick oven pizza things and like have every lavish amenity and it would look very over the top. And it seems like now people want like luxurious looking places, but much more functional that they're actually going to use and spend time in and you can just go out after work and sit on your patio and enjoy it rather than feeling like you have to have this huge grandiose party in this massive space that you have built yeah i will also say that design in general has moved in a more minimalist modern direction and i've always been drawn to that style anyway like just Mm -hmm. more modern clean lines but it's also really fun because there's not a lot to like hide behind. If you yeah. do this like ornate uh, detail with tons of trim and like all of this stuff like piled on top of each other and all of these layers, you can kind of like dress up a poor design with all of these ornate little almost like tchotchkes on the project. Yeah. Lipstick but- on a pig situation. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but when you have a more modern minimalist design, there's nothing to hide behind. Like the yeah. design itself, the layout has to has to like 
say something. Yeah. It has to speak to you. Yeah. That's that's what excites me. It's like there's something about uh, a couple shapes and the way that you orient them with each other and how they play off of each other that just like makes you feel a certain way. Yeah. That's like exciting. Like what is that? 100%. You know? Yeah. Like you can look and walk into a space and be like, this makes me feel some sort of way. Yeah. That's cool. That is cool. And oh. I think that that's a sign of like an advanced designer who is able to do that rather oh, than you. just, yes. <laughs> <you're welcome. laughs> rather than just putting like, like a bunch of like buzzy, trendy things like, and just throw them all in a backyard space. Yeah. If you really thought about it and thought about the function, that's like an advanced designer, I would say. For example, Thank you. Yeah. my, my brother, um, his yard kind of overlooks his neighbor's yard and they just did this massive build. It's like, it's insane. I, I can't even imagine how much money they spent on it. But they have they have everything that you could want. They have like a swim up bar, like all these like buzzy things. Yeah. Swim up bar. It has this um, this huge pool with a water slide. And at the end of the water slide, there are it's two huge fire features. Oh wow! And every time I look at it, and they've got like a bunch of kids, and they always have kids over there playing and stuff. And I'm like, why would you put huge fire features at the end of a water slide? That seems so dangerous. Like. Yeah. No one thought thought about that. Like, is right it a cool where space the kid though? is like flailing, cool? like just yeah, flail your arm into this fire, like huge fire features. Yeah. Um. What is it cool? Like the project? Um. No. Okay. It's. I mean, I'm sure it's fun to hang out there, but aesthetically, I it's not something that I would put on my house. Yeah. But sure, to have a swim up bar at your house, that That'd sounds be, fun. That would be pretty sick. <laughs> I do worry um, about the children in this fire feature, but, you know. It's, it sounds like it's weighing on you heavily. It, it really is. Yeah. I mean, my nieces and nephews go and play oh, there all the time. Yeah. Oh, it's like a friend situation? Yeah. They have, like, they put a gate in their fence to, like, uh, oh, that's so nice. between the two. Yeah. You should really watch your words. They seem like such nice people. I don't know the people. So. <laughs> I don't mean, you know, everyone, everyone has their design opinions. I'm allowed yeah. to have mine. I guess it's, so. It's yeah. fine. It's not what I would put on my house, and I worry about the fire feature. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not in a position to have a swim up bar at my house. So, that's who, true. who am I to say? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I do want to put it out there that I don't uh, think that I have reached some sort of um, intellectual level of designer. I, I, I feel like I do lean that way where I think about these yeah. certain things, but uh, I still look at myself as having so much to learn. So much to get better at. Um, you know, just want to put that out there as you were you were praising me so highly. Yeah. I want people to, you know, make sure that... Oh, you need to humble yourself. I need to humble myself a little <laughs> bit because uh, I've only been doing this a couple of years. Yeah. I've only been doing it a couple of years. Every year I try to get better. Every design I try to be more thoughtful about it. And, it's something uh, you put focus into though. So that's... Yeah, exactly. So... That means you will learn. Yeah, I hope so. I'm always... Our goal in this business, in all facets of it, is always to put at the forefront getting better. Yes. Like, I never want to become comfortable and just, like, ride something out. Like, I always want to push our limits as builders and my limits as a designer and just, just like, see what we could possibly do. It's exciting. Yeah. The possibilities are endless. They are. <laughs> they definitely are. It's the theme of this episode. Uh, okay, so what is something, uh, I guess, water feature that you want to see? Pick something like, uh, 
what I'm imagining right now is like you ever see those freestyle rap videos where like they're on the street and they're like, give me like five words. Mm-hmm. I'll throw it into a freestyle rap. Okay. Um, give me like a couple features and I will very slowly incorporate them into signs <laughs> over the next month. <laughs> so not as impressive, but like uh, it could still be fun. Yeah. Water feature. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I would love to do some sort of like koi pond, but I know that that's not quite a low maintenance situation that most people want. And I know that that's not necessarily your style. Yeah. Um, but when I said it, I did have like, I remember you posting that picture and you had that kind of in mind. So I was thinking yeah. like in, like on the project that we have now, we have those big stone walls and we could do some sort of like water feature down that or that would be cool, which we do live in like a, in a f- freeze area. So I'm not sure. I you don't know anything to, about the, yeah. the, the, don't worry about the details. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, you can work it out then. But, uh, yeah, we'll figure that out. But I feel like that could potentially be something very cool. I agree. Yeah. I like uh, I like where your head's at with that. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll incorporate that. Anything okay. else you want me to incorporate? Um, hmm. What do you think? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I think I need time to think about it. All right. Well, definitely get back to me because... I'm completely <laughs> tapped out of ideas. I have nothing left. I have nothing left. You're going to have to design all these projects. Okay. The pressure's on. Think about how high yeah. the stakes are for this design season. We've got 22 people that have waited. They've they've <laughs> done it. They've jumped through every hoop that we've put in front of them. Yeah. Waited a year. Respond to this thing to get on a wait list. Respond to the next email to <laughs> stay on the wait list. Now, schedule your own <laughs> damn appointment. <laughs> Finally, that will just get you on the... Yeah, I know. It's amazing. Um, Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Well, (laughs) this is the only way that we could possibly do it. If I was doing... Like, I need to be on site every day. I need to be... That was really the original thing that started all of these dominoes that fell of kind of removing myself and making this design process like so... I don't, want, I don't know if I want to say exclusive or like exclusionary, but it's very, you have to be, you have to really want to hire us to be on this list right now <laughs> and, and have a call next week. But that is because like, I want my focus 95% of the year to be on the current project that we're on. Yeah. Like that's what I want to build it around. So, uh, you know, it might be something that's off-putting to some people initially. Like some people would see that and be like, oh, like I need somebody to come out to my my yard. I need somebody to like, I'm not waiting on a wait list. Like this is ridiculous. But if you do go through all that, like you're going to be really happy when we get to your job and feel like all of my attention is on your project. So that's, that's what we want to, we want to keep that sentiment going. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? No, I love that. It's what's, okay. you know, I think it's why people really like working with us once we get to their house. They like that. That's true. Personal feel and. Yeah. Like they have it, like they have, like they've got our attention and now they have it and they're going to be happy when we're gone. Yeah. And we're going to be excited every day that we're there. Yeah. I'm always, I'm always, for the most part, really excited to go to work. Yeah, me too. Every day is an adventure. Yeah. You never know what you're going to walk into, <laughs> you know? That's, that is true. Like. You know, might be a Friday and the boss might bring munchkins and box of Joe. That's true. What a boss. That is a nice boss day. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Munchkins are so good. They really are. They're amazing. Like what makes a munchkin so much exponentially better than a full donut when it's I the same know. thing? I don't know. 
And these are from Dunkin' Donuts. And they, like, I would never go to Dunkin' Donuts and buy a donut. A Dunkin' Donuts donut is, like, the most egregiously bad thing <laughs> in the entire world. It should almost be criminal to eat one. <laughs> Munchkins, on the yeah, other hand. Munchkins. Same amazing. ingredients. I remember the other day. So good. I bought, like, so a little a little 10-pack for myself. And you were like, you down to 10-pack? And I'm like, of course I did. That is honestly a little bit disgusting. <laughs> like a normal human gets well, a 50 that... <laughs> pack and eats 25 of them, but at least other people are around and you're not really keeping count. And you know that some people ate at least a couple of them. So you can't really put a hard number on it. Um, I'm not speaking out of experience of today or anything, but that might explain why there wasn't that many left when you got there. I was just going like four at a time. Like, Oh yeah. yeah. There was a serious tent <laughs> yeah. by the time I got there. One was, one, I'm not sure if it was just a manufacturing defect, but it looked like somebody had taken a bite out of it before. Oh, interesting. And that was like one of the first ones I saw when I opened it, and I was the first person to open it. <laughs> so I don't know if somebody at Dunkin' Donuts got uh, a little hungry. They might have. But something to think about there. May uh, I have another drink? Oh, certainly can. Which one would you like? Uh, I'll try the lemon lime. Okay. Thank you. You got it. All right, uh, Catherine. Yeah. Uh, give me something super insightful, just right off the rip about life. <laughs> Pivot. Uh. What do you got? Hmm. We're about. <sighs> is that too much on the on the spot? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what about I needed, design? I needed a narrowing. Um. What about design? Yeah. What What do you think that? Uh. All right, well, let's talk about how, how can I prioritize, like, how, how are we going to weed through, I don't want to say weed through, how are we going to sift through these 22 people and figure out, because 22, that's mm. still too many jobs for us. I know. I know. You know I had some strong thoughts about this. You did. You we wanted to word a, the email and say. We got into a little bit of tip about <laughs> Yeah, we did. We did. We had to bring Anthony in as a mediator, and he took my side. He did take your side. Yep. Um, I know. I wanted, I, well, I wanted to, I wanted to send some sort of buffer to the people to let them know. That we have more people on the wait list interested in jobs than we have possible jobs that we could take on in a year. Yeah. You wanted to let them but, know, hey, don't get comfortable. You're not out of the woods yet. You got to impress us. You got to impress us. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think, I mean, no matter what, in no matter way, in any way we handle this, we're going to be disappointing somebody. Hopefully it's just hopefully it's not ourselves. But hopefully it's not ourselves. <laughs> yeah. All you can but for. I guess, you know, it's better. I've Ed, I feel like it's more personal if you actually have a conversation with the people. You kind of get to know what they're. And maybe some of these projects are just ones that you won't want to be a part. Of. You know, like yeah. they won't be something that you want to take on anyway. So then it's just yeah. an honest like, hey, you know, maybe this isn't a fit for us. You should go find buzz off or whatever. However you want to say. It. Yeah, you can buzz <laughs> off. Um, Click. Yeah. But yeah, I. Yeah. It's such a hard position to be in because I do want to let people know, but at the same time, yeah, that's business, baby. That's business. And we're just business people making business transactions <laughs> in a business world. And it's kind of like Jay-Z said, I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. Yeah. Let me handle my business. Damn. <laughs> that's kind of how I have to look at myself at this. You yeah. know, I'm not a kid anymore. I'm a businessman. Yeah. But not a businessman, a business comma man yeah uh <laughs> you should that's how you should handle the phone calls yeah just say that yeah like if we don't want to do it i'll say that let me then, handle my business damn click 
uh, yeah, that's going to be interesting. And that's going to kind of lead into next week's episode, which is going to be like lessons that I've learned from de- handling all <laughs> from of these design week, calls yeah. over the phone, how to navigate like those conversations. And we're going to have like, an, I'll have an updated list of like questions for people. Yeah. So that's always been like the central thing of our whole design process is like figuring out the right questions to ask people to get to the root of what they are desiring. Yeah. That's like, I think that is probably the hardest part of being a designer is like getting that, getting that desire out of the person because it's like a language that they don't know how to speak. Yeah. I feel like that was a pretty eloquent way of saying that. That was, yeah, that was you a know? perfect way of saying it. Thank you. Good job. Appreciate, appreciate that. <laughs> You're a wordsmith. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is because like they have this like abstract picture in their mind of right. what they want, but they don't know how to express it. So you need to figure out what are those things that you can ask to get to the root of, again, the functionality of the space that they want. So, yeah. And um, they don't even know the possibilities. Yeah, exactly. This is something you think about every single day, all day. That's all I think they just have this abstract idea of what they want. You actually know how to make these yeah. random things into a perfect space. Yeah. Or at least a at least a really nice space. Perfect. Not perfect, but a really nice space. <laughs> but yeah, that that is another kind of layer to it. Like there are certain things that you can do in certain backyards and you know, to certain houses and the way that you need to build and go about the zoning regulations right. and all this stuff. So you need to not only figure out all their desires, but figure out what are the possible avenues that you can go through to get there and have all of that stuff come together into some sort of design that appeals to them and answers at least a majority of their needs. Yeah. Not a lot of pressure or anything. No. But I think just it's, another, it's exciting. Just and I think another that day on the job. we have a job that we're doing this year that um, it's a smaller yard and the people wanted a pool and like an outdoor living space. And I feel like they didn't. What is this? Um, Did we do it? No. It's our last job this year. Oh, yeah. 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 Yep. And they when they I just didn't want to say their names just yeah. in case for privacy sake. Um, but they, it's like HIPAA. HIPAA, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're like basically healthcare providers with the serene spaces we create. Yes. So they have okay. a smaller backyard. They wanted a pool and an outdoor living space, and they weren't sure if both things were possible. And then when you talked to them, you were like, oh, okay, well, actually, like there are smaller pool options and like all that kind of yeah. stuff. So that's like a perfect example of like not knowing what's possible. And now they're going to have their design is really cool. And they're going to have really this cool. like, I'm excited for that. really exciting space. Yeah. And really anything's possible as long as you got the, as long as you got the checkbook for it. Well. Well, what? Give me an example. I mean, if your yard is like, if you live in the city and you want a pool, that's not possible. Why not? Buy your neighbor's house, knock it down. Oh, zoning (laughs) regulations won't do that. You buy out the local political <laughs> force. You buy out the the council. Okay, yeah. you bribe them. I get. I you guess go to you're the right. zoning meeting. You start <laughs> making it rain in there, and you say, "I'm knocking down this house. I'm building a pool." You know, there's plenty of ways as long as you you're right. set your mind to it. I hadn't considered all that, those possibilities. Uh, yeah, it's true. Good point. Good point. Uh, okay. All right. Well, is it? 
It's kind of secret question time. It's I don't know if you're ready for time. that. Yep. I'm ready for it. You are? Yeah, but I went first last week, so it's your turn to go nah, first. I think it's your first. <laughs> it's your turn to go first with it's the secret turn, question I... of okay. the week. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, Sean. Yes. You just rubbed a genie lamp. A genie pops out. Yes. He says. Yes. You can have three wishes. What are you wishing for? I mean, come on. This is, what is this? Kindergarten? You can't ask for more questions or more wishes. Uh, says who? <laughs> the genie. The first the, thing you do is ask for infinite <laughs> wishes. The genie stated the rules and it was that you cannot ask for more wishes. Uh, I wouldn't ask for anything. I'd say get out of here. Genies aren't real, first of all. And uh, I don't know. I really don't think I would want any wishes. What? Yeah, I wouldn't. Why? I don't know. I always have this. What like, are you, some martyr or something? No, I have this weird aversion uh, that I feel like I won't be fulfilled in life if I do something like win the lottery or um, have wishes. Like, I don't know. What do you wish for? Okay, do something for somebody else then. Damn. <laughs> I didn't really think about that. Come Nobody ever uses yeah. their wishes on other people. Uh, okay. All right. Well, I mean, then where do, you, where do I go with that? Do you solve world hunger? Do you... Just make everybody in the world happy all the time. I don't know. <laughs> like, what? Uh, all right, you sucked all the fun out of that question. Yeah. So let's yep. just go to your question. Well, no, you have to answer it now. I wouldn't wish anything. I don't think that it's not even worth thinking about fairy tale uh, stuff like that. Whatever you want in life, you got to earn it and you got to work for it. Okay. Or else it doesn't feel as good. Yeah. All right, side question. There's Would you want to <laughs> win the lot, like the mega, mega millions? I think I would want to win like mm, up to like a hundred grand, maybe that'd be cool. Mm -hmm. But you wouldn't want to win more than that. I don't think so. Like, would you want to win like the Powerball, like three hundred million dollars? Um, I do get what you're saying with like if you have everything, then I what like, is there left yeah, to go do or whatever to drugs like very quickly? But yeah, I think. I, I've always been involved in nonprofits. So if I won that, I would just take it and then give most of it away to a nonprofit that I work with. So yeah, I wouldn't okay. just like not take it. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, you're, I, I didn't really. Okay. I would give it all to charity. The really good ones. I mean, I would like, I would definitely keep enough to, to I would keep enough that if I invested it, it would, Keep give me some sort of safe little bubble, but not an extravagant bubble, and then I would I would donate the rest. I'm gonna hold you to that okay. <laughs> if you win. Okay. Uh. Okay. Yeah, I did kind of take a lot of the yeah, fun out of that. Every ounce of fun out of that. All right. What's your question? <laughs> okay. All right. Just back to business. What's your question? Okay, Catherine. Yeah. What is? Uh. Excuse me. I'll edit that out. Okay. Catherine, <laughs> what is your biggest professional aspiration? My biggest professional aspiration. Yeah. Um, oh, good question. Thank you. I feel like that's so hard to quantify because. Yeah, well, it's a secret question. You have to answer it. <laughs> Oh, like you answer my secret <laughs> question so well. Okay, um, I I can't even say what my because I hope I don't even know 
what it is. You know, like I hope I get to a point that I couldn't even fathom what that was once I'm there. You know, like I feel yeah. like when people ask me like, oh, where do you want to be five or 10 years from now? I hope I can't even figure that. I, can, I hope that it's not even in my brain yet. I hope it's something so wonderful and exciting that I, I can't even I can't even know what that is. Like, yeah, yeah I have like, I like of that. course, I have like goals and, you know, that kind of stuff and a direction that I want to go in. But I hope that I just don't even know. I hope it's something so exciting and and big and profound and I've worked really hard to get there that I can't even quantify what that is. That is an excellent answer. Love that. What's uh, yours? I don't know. I guess I kind of feel the same way that like, I don't know. And and I also don't like to be like boxed in by like something like that a demonized feels, rat. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to feel boxed in like a demonized rat uh, <laughs> chasing this one singular goal. Right. Uh, I have always looked at all of my aspirations as being on the outlook for opportunity yeah you don't know what that opportunity is going to be and when it's going to present itself as long as you have your eyes open to it you can go that direction if you want so i kind of feel the same way that five ten years from now like i'll have seen an opportunity that i'm not aware of right now yeah but i will see that opportunity and decide let's go that way and then who knows maybe get lost in a in a maze of opportunity (laughs) um yeah yeah all right good questions (laughs) that was it was you know they were kind of um like almost non-answers that turned out to be pretty profound yeah i mean mine didn't turn out to be that profound my non-answer but your (laughs) non-answer turned into something kind of profound which i love oh wait though i do want to say if i won the lottery so i heard this i have stolen this from somebody i can't remember who yeah but every time you go to buy something that exact amount of money is in your pocket. So like you're not, you don't have this whole bunch of extra money, but you always have the the money to buy what you want. What? I don't understand. For my wish, for my genie wish. Oh, it's a wish. I thought yeah. you were talking about the lottery. No, no, no. For my genie wish. Every time you go to buy anything, the exact amount of money is in your pocket. So you just, you can constantly buy what you want. Yeah, but I don't know. That doesn't make much sense. I don't know logistically how that would work, to be honest. So boring. <laughs> <laughs> like, is the genie just following you around? You don't live in a fantasy around? world like I do. The genie's just following you around for the rest of your life? No. Dealing with this stuff? No. The money just magically appears in your pocket. Okay, so he sets forth the magic, and then he can go on his merry way. That is the, the wish, John. continues. Okay. I'm not <laughs> sure how this work. logistically works, Okay. <laughs> All right, uh, this was a little bit of a squirrely episode. I hope that like somebody enjoyed it. Hopefully, <laughs> so. are you going to edit this? Nah. Okay, it's just going <laughs> to go up live. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty excited for next week. We're going to yeah. be talking about our uh, our experience. Yeah, we'll do a little recap. Week. Ooh, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. All right. Exciting well, stuff. That's awesome. Uh, appreciate everybody listening. If you do want to do us a huge, you know, piece of charity, uh, leave us a five-star review and uh, reach out to us on Instagram at Hardworking Happy Hour. We'd love to hear from you about what you want to hear about. So yeah. till next time, this has been the Hardworking Happy Hour. See you next week. <laughs>